Carousel. Carousel. Like don't, don't put it in his head, Ed. Caraco? Eddie, don't do it. Caraco. Not It's not Caraco. It's Caracow. <laughs> Welcome to a special episode of Three and a Half Gentlemen, the podcast, where three of the four hosts provide a refined and intellectual analysis of movies from our private collections, and one who tries desperately to keep up. We'll let you decide which toast is which, but for now, my name is Sean, and with me, as always, are my co-hosts, Jeremiah. What up, yo? Eddie? If it bleeds, we can kill it. And Brandon? A hunter doesn't wait. Nice. As we prepare to embark on yet another TV show review in 2022, the hosts thought we would take a moment to recognize a new movie release from Hulu. As with every review, we give our goals to answer one simple question. How many drinks does it take to get through the film we've just watched? At the end of the podcast, we'll rate the movie based on a scale of zero to five, zero being the perfect film that you can watch Stone Cold Sober, and five being the sort of film that makes you want to engage your cloak of invisibility and focus your three-dotted laser on a group of Frenchmen. Oh, good. In addition... At least it's not the dog. <laughs> oh, my Oh, don't, don't get me started on that. Yep. In addition to our review, we always pair our selection with a cocktail that we hope will enhance the viewing experience. Uh, we have uh, really wanted to focus a little bit more on the cocktail selection, so please feel free to shake, stir, uh, or in this case, turn the black light on the cocktail that we've chosen and settle in for what we hope will be an engaging review. With that, uh, gentlemen, what movie do we have ripping its way through our, uh, our conscious this evening? Well, tonight we have our first foray into the Hulu streaming service, which has brought us an origin story of the franchise that started way back in the 80s. Our film, Prey, not to be confused with the 2019 film Prey that I started watching, takes place 300 years ago with a Comanche <laughs> warrior named Anaru, who is faced with an evolved predator from an outer space planet. As always, the Predator is in search of a formidable foe when he lands on Earth to test his merit as a warrior. The Hulu original is rated a 7.2 on IMDb, has a critic score of 93%, and an audience score of 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's kind of high, honestly, for Predator yeah. movies. I was surprised. Yeah. Yeah. Jeremiah. That's a Predator behind me. Sure. Oh, shit, man. That was kind of scary right there. That's Coco the dog behind you. That's what the dog's name is, Coco. It's cute. Before we get into our cocktail selection, we need to talk about whose film this is and additionally what our initial impressions of the movie were before sitting down to watch it. Since this is a group pick, I will go first. When they talked about this whole like prequel prey, I wasn't really for it because the Predator movies have been just dog shit for the past couple of years and whatnot. However, when I first saw the trailer, I was like, holy shit. I'm in for it. So that's my first impression. I'll go next. I was I was kind of excited. I, I'm I love to revolutionize the franchise. I think that's fun. Um, so I, I was really looking forward to it. A female lead is always interesting uh, in a movie like this, and I uh, was kind of looking forward to it. Uh, Eddie, I was looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but <laughs> um, so I mean, with with Predator movies, I, I was like, I always it always surprises you. I always like, oh shit. Predator, Predator's coming out again. Like it just always catches me. Like on like I wasn't ready for it. Here comes another <laughs> one. I wasn't ready for this one. Um, the movie so I, you never knew you needed. Yeah. So uh, there was a couple of them in the past. Uh, not the one, the most recent one, but the one be, like there's a couple of them in the early, you know, the mid 2000, I don't know, 2010 area that I was just like I didn't care for. But this one, I like the idea of the storyline of like let's take it back a few years and see how if it, if it ever came before always i always had questions like they've ever come around 
us before, and I'm happy that we went this route with it. And Brandon. Yeah, so if you are a regular listener uh, or even a sometime listener of this podcast, then you know that I don't like action movies. So uh, my first foray into Terminator movies was with you guys because I was forced to watch it. Uh, and I hadn't seen Predator up until two days ago because you guys said, oh, you need to see Predator 1 in order to understand this, which was bullshit. No, you don't. But uh, I stepped into this with <laughs> literally um, with two days to spare of like processing uh, Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger's arm wrestling. So that's what we got. <laughs> yeah. Dylan, I, you son terrible. of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Brandon, you should watch Predator 2 right now after this. Okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Go watch Predator 2. <laughs> it's got Danny Brandon, what's going on with you? <laughs> Did the CIA have you pushing too many pencils? There's a whole legal weapon thing with the gun. Like, I'm just going to shoot you. As we mentioned earlier, with each movie, we try to pair the tone, feel, and overall impact of the story of a cocktail. This season, we really want to stress the cocktail and more and how it links up with the movie selection. Uh, so everyone who listens knows when we watch the Bond movie, we pair it with a vodka martini shaken that stirred of a lemon peel. But tonight's cocktail was chosen by, uh, it was a group pick, but Jeremiah, he's going to talk about it. So he'll be taking us through the cocktail. Sure. This is pretty exciting because this is like the first drink that we had in a very long time. I was excited so, for it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like this is a new thing for us now. <laughs> Tonight's cocktail is the Predator's Blood. The luminescent liquid that is sure to get you drunk so you wouldn't stand a chance against a violent alien, which sounds like bar talk right there. <laughs> to make this cocktail, you will need a Jaeger. Meister 151 triple sec blue curacao okay <laughs> neon energy drink which is probably monster if that's all what you want to be and everything like that it's a pineapple it juice. actually has to be neon because that's what gives it its luminescence right throw this mean cocktail under a black light and it should glow just like Sorry. the leaking essence of a villainous predator all right. for a complete recipe visit our website gentlemanpodcast.com or on instagram at the dot gentleman podcast the we're out of here good night everybody I'm so sorry. yeah so i, I want to start this off by by uh continuing one of our favorite words and cinematographically prey is one of the prettiest movies i've seen um in a long time it reminded me of the revenant uh if you've seen that one with leo dicaprio um and and i'm not just saying that because of the time period but it just was beautiful and and uh so cinematographically it was beautiful and the score i i i'm gonna just rave about the score i thought it was fantastic I, I think the overall the overall production quality of the movie was fabulous. The 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 graphics on the predator were really good. The graphics on the bear on the on the dog or the uh, the wolf at the beginning. A lot of the elements of this movie were absolutely knockdown drag out perfect. And I think that part of what makes this movie so unique is that it comes from a studio like Hulu. I I'm halfway through the movie thinking. This could have been in theaters. Like I don't understand. It should have been why in they theaters went on on Hulu. Yeah. Jer- Jeremiah, that's the problem right there. It should have been in theaters. I mean, that's a whole pro- problem with Disney. If it's not Marvel, or Star Wars, or some like you know new like reedition of like uh, uh, of of a, one of our favorite you know animes, they're not going to do shit about it. This was a Fox Studios film before they actually bought it. So this is like their umbrella now and everything like that. And this movie should have been in the theaters. What else is playing in the theaters right now? Nothing. Not only that, but just imagine the seeing this on the scope of the big screen. Like this is a movie. It would have been fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Well, if, if, they would have, if they were promoted it bigger, I feel like there was not enough promotion. Like Hulu took it and Hulu did a good job with it. But overall, like if, if it would have been more, just a little bit more uh, promotion to it, it could easily have been a movie 
like I would have watched this at the movies. The I would I would have been yeah. excited. This this yeah, this is a summer movie. Yeah. And, and the quality, I, I don't mean to reiterate, but the quality was better than a lot of stuff that I have seen in the yeah. movies. Like the, the graphics yeah. surrounding the Predator, uh, which I, I think have always been a drawback to the Predator franchise. It's always mm-hmm. been kind of the sounds have been eh, the the invisibility has always been kind of uh this was freaking great. The way that his invisibility came and went as he made contact with different uh, environmental uh, factors or when yeah. he got bit by something or in the water, everything was so crystal clear. And yeah. wherever they filmed this, I, I mean, I want to live because this be is Canada. just like yeah. open Montana. Um, yeah, Montana, American Wyoming, country beautiful. So. Didn't it feel like a different Predator movie in a lot of ways? Because it felt like more organic. Like if this was totally Totally stripped down when i mean this like where it was not like so action-packed guns blazing everything like that you know it was seriously like one of those crazy like, hunters versus another hunter type of a movie yeah. you don't really get that with the other predator movies. yeah so uh my thing with this and i mean we'll talk more about it especially when i give my rating but i was obsessed with the first half of this movie because it gave context it gave a story you know granted to me the action kind of fizzled my excitement for it but but you're absolutely right right that it didn't feel like a predator movie or at least the predator movie the one that i saw in that it wasn't just like we're not going to have a story we're just going to go throw a bunch of people in the in the jungle and let them you know be killed off one by one until we have the last lone man who destroys right this one had a, a story that i actually cared about and the only problem is i actually cared more about it than i did the predator aspect Right, and the and the characters were likable. I thought the uh, the main character uh, Naru, um, mm-hmm. Nate, what was her? How do you say it? That's like Niru. Uh, Naru. Naru. Uh, yeah. N a r u. Yeah, so, Naru. Yeah. So she, her, I thought she was a very likable character. Even her I thought, brother. I, I yeah. also thought that, and it's funny because the um, I was looking at the IMDb and the and the Rotten Tomatoes description of this movie, and it's like this w- female warrior defends her tribe. It's like. No, no, she kind of wasn't a great warrior. She kind of wasn't. And this is why I think this movie was quasi effective is because you, you, and I, I'm going to say stuff that's something that's probably going to irritate some of our fans, but it, it, I, I'm, I'm okay with saying it. This had the element or woke element to it, a female going against a predator that was like established, right? So you have Arnold Schwarzenegger, big buff guy going against the predator. And now you have kind of small female going against predator. I'm like, Oh my God, here we go. But they did it in a way that was so clever. And she used her brains and her, it wasn't like she physically could ever overpower the predator. She used a lot of brains. Yeah. She used everything she had to defeat the predator. And I think Mm -hmm. that element really it serviced the movie well and it serviced the overall ideology well i think it it yeah. did step in and do a, a beautiful job there i i didn't get one part of a woke situation in this movie you know it's just because a female is actually you know the lead person facing something it's like what like you know is ray like you know being all woke facing well, against like you know she's a i have to contradict it makes no I, sense to me dude. i well i have to say because you instantly get the idea like she can't be the 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 i don't know her brother the became hunter. the chief because yeah. it killed the, the 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 lion right so everyone was already like even like the brother i think only the brother was kind of like in favor of her like hey hey if you do it go for it right like i, I i'm behind you but uh you get uh, you get the feeling of everyone else in the the tribe of like 
well, it has to be a, a male. It has to be a male. But then, like, she's going for it. And she doesn't want to follow the same path as all the other females. So I get what Sean was saying. Like, it has this woke feeling, but it, it bounced well, off see, of this that is real historical, fast. You, get, you, can, you know, this is more historically based. Yeah, yeah. Ahead, Brandon. I was just going to say, to me, this is more historical in the sense that, yeah, I mean, in in cultures – before ours and cultures around the world, you know, you had this idea of, of the, uh, the woman is the provider or the, uh, you know, the, the stay at home and watch after the kids. And I mean, we had that up until the 1950s and sixties. Right. So I thought that, yeah, I don't get the woke, but what I do feel like is that it could have slipped into, um, kind of the mainstream way of putting the female characters at the forefront, which is fantastic. Not saying anything against it, right? Disney does it all the time now with Frozen and Encanto and, right. and uh, all these ones, right? And that's and fantastic. But what I want to say real quick before we move on is that to me, the the character worked, right? The character of Naru worked because the actress who played her, Amber Midthunder, um, was fucking brilliant. I thought that she was yes. one of the best young actresses I've seen, most believable young actresses I've seen in a she fucking long the time. Without Absolutely. a doubt, man. Yeah. Well, and, and I think that her eyes were so emotive, <sighs> like her, her and this is this is something I loved about this movie is there was no hysterical screaming. There was no like shaking of the breath. She was even though she was not equipped to handle the predator physically and, and frankly, no one was no one is right. in the movie, um, you know, she evaded him very well throughout the whole course she was the one who kept her head she was the one who understood who who watched him uh watch the predator uh, approach his victims and she, she learned, saw his weaknesses she learned, right she, she learned, learned what he did he looked, yeah and she outsmarted him. Right. She outsmarted him. But she also, I think it wasn't just smart. She understood him. And yes. and I think she understood the lion. I think she understood uh, at the beginning of the movie, she understood the bear. She understood the, the, the things she was trying to overcome. Yep. Would you say that both uh, the, you know, Naru and the Yachi, the predator, uh, do you think that both of them mirror each other in a lot of ways where they're trying to actually, you know, establish their tribe, establish who they are in their tribe? Because that's what the predator is based when they get sent down is to like yeah, face that's right. the best type of like, so, well, idea of the predator. So, so for those who haven't for those who haven't seen the uh, nine or so predator movies that there are out there, uh, Eddie, why don't you why don't you kind of give us a background on on the predator as a character? Because I think what's important you were talking about it off mic. You were saying that you know there's there's a mythology that comes with the predator character. Um, specifically in his hunting of the alien and and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, so uh, there's there's a few predator movies out there. So if you if uh, the idea of the predator is that he's always looking for the strongest, uh, he's trying to hunt down the strongest hunter as well as so he jumps around from you know from world to world to galaxy to galaxy, and you get this idea of them. You know, I mean, there's even the hunt, uh, a predator for aliens, uh, but he's trying to find the, 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 the greatest hunt, I guess you can say. So the greatest prey, uh, yeah. The greatest prey, but it's also like he want he doesn't want easy preys. He wants someone that's hard to hunt for. He wants someone that's also just uh, put up a fight. So you get this in this movie that as soon as she's lays weak, like he doesn't want her anymore. Like he wants someone that puts up a fight. So that that was the idea of the predator. Even all the predator movies is like he's not gonna kill. Or the predator is not going to kill anyone that's going to be like, oh, it's it's defenseless. It wants to kill somebody who's trying to fight and trying to fight back, who's who's a threat. 
Um, so it's the ultimate, it's challenge. The ultimate so, challenge for predators. So I, I think I a, ask, a good movie so. about it was the, yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, okay. So what, in the ethos or the, not the, no, I'm sorry, the mythos, not the ethos, the mythos of predator, what is the purpose then of finding the formidable foe, right? What is the purpose of it? Is it to they take are, it back they to are their honing planet? their skills? They're, yeah, they, they take the, their trophies, which are the skulls, back to their planet, but they are, uh, like, it's their initiation into becoming part of, like, a, a yes. society. It's being part of their society. So, Brandon, that they have. yeah, oh, I have something to build off that. Imagine us uh, back in the day when we were caveman, let's just say, who was the strongest one? Me. The one that could hunt the best, right? No, whoever could hunt the best was oh, yeah. the strongest one. So imagine the predators, they stay in that type of vibe. But they're yeah. more technology. That reminds me of three hundred. Yeah. So whoever, yeah, a little yeah, bit. But imagine, yeah, but imagine though that the, the predators are like all about okay, the, the strongest one is the biggest, the biggest motherfucker who can hunt the best, and mm-hmm. also you know, you know, it's like it's just that's what it is. It's like who can kill the ugliest, meanest villain. They take the skulls, so I think that's their trophies. Is they take the skulls of these animals or people, and that's how they say, hey, I killed this bear or this human. Right. So these right. are all different predators. Yes. Okay. Yeah, they're all different predators. But the perfect example is that on part two, you literally see a trophy room in the spaceship mm-hmm. where all these different types of of you can see like how many years of what they've been like you know f- facing, and you actually get the first introduction that they actually face you know someone from the aliens and whatnot. You see an alien, you see an alien, a skull, so, which is so kind gonna, of badass. I'm going to answer Jeremiah's question, which was a very good question: Is do you see a, a a consistency between the predator character and Nauru? And I don't. I more see Nauru as representing all of humanity, and that humanity is evolved not because of their technology and not because of their strength, but because of their resilience and their ability to adapt. Where the predator is is kind of like I, I look at it a little bit different. I look at it against kind of the modern backdrop of of the way the world is right now. And if you look at you know movies like like uh, Captain Marvel or all these movies that are coming out with with the female lead, I find Nauru being a refreshing person that overcomes what is the old way, which is the you know, what Eddie said the uh, the caveman with the club being the most important most the strongest and realizing that they're no longer the strongest they're no longer the top of the pyramid the it doesn't physical strength is not as important as the ability to adapt and the ability to overcome. Mm-hmm. I have to disagree with you on that, Sean, because that, when you see both of them, they're trying to prove a point, one way or another. The Yachi is being delivered by a spaceship to prove that you are amongst you know not a new blood type of a situation, you know, go and do what you need to do in this whole different world. Just the same thing with Naru, you know, where you have to actually face the hunter, you know, what's that line is, you know, you look, you know, you're hunting what you want, what wants to be hunted, you know? Yeah. But, but in your, in your opinion, Jer, I'm just gonna say for me, I could see what you're saying there for the first, maybe 20 minutes of the movie. But once she kind of says, Hey, fuck it, I'm going to go off and kill it. She's not killing it. She's not hunting it for her tribe right I, to prove a point to me she was doing it to do it for herself whereas i see the the alien uh the predator right he's doing this because then he's trying to prove his point to his people but, no but I, I okay i'm gonna play devil's advocate and jump on jeremy's side right now because i do think that her her sorry her transition during the course of the movie i think it i think you know my initial assessment is correct but she's also doing it 
to prove to herself and to her tribe okay. that she can overcome the predator. And the predator is trying to overcome the prey. What I think is most interesting is that she runs away and I'm we're skipping all over the movie, but one of the most we fascinating characters to me was her brother. I thought her brother yeah. was absolutely fantastic. The concept that, that, he was going to, you know, he, he got the closest of physical strength to being able to kick the predator's ass. He made the predator bleed. He got the predator in, in, into a position where he weakened the predator yeah, and then still died. And that's when she realized physical strength is not enough. I can't beat him. I can't beat him that way. I've got to beat him a different way. And, and I that's think, also when that's uh, also when the brother. Yeah. yeah, Sean, that's also when the brothers is like, I've lost this battle. You have to do it how you do it normally, like how you did the lion. You outsmarted the lion. I just happened to catch the lion when he was hurt, uh, but you outsmarted the lion. Like you keep doing you, and you're gonna keep doing fine. Like you, you hunt the yeah. hunt this predator. Like how you, you, he said something like, "You always saw the things that I could never see," yeah. right? Like that's what the brother said to the sister. And I think that plays a, a big part with like, like you know, you don't have to be the biggest or the strongest to be the best. You know, the most. You know, you look at like Bruce Lee, like he was a, a not the biggest dude, but he could like pack a full punch with he was outsmarted his his uh, his opponents by just like his 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 knowledge of like, OK, their weaknesses. He would be able to uh, size up the opponent. So she was able to really like she studied him a lot, which you, you, I love that part of this movie. Uh, there's a whole bunch of this parts of the movies where she was just looking at him, like looking at his weapons and studying like, OK, like the laser thing. Okay, like there's a couple of seconds in between. What is what does it actually do? Other other movies, Predators, you never got the idea. You you always got the idea of like um like oh let me just throw weapons at it and grenades and bombs and and mm-hmm. machine guns and like and so this this character actually used it and and was able to, to twist it and use it against him, the Predator, right? She w- she was able to use the same kind of like you know theme as what Arnold Schwarzenegger used in the first one where guns and biggest bombs and biggest spears and whatnot or whatever is not going to defeat it. You have to outsmart it. You have to actually, you know, pretty much remove everything else. You want to hunt something that's hunting you. And that's basically what the movie is about. And that's what she says. Like no more time. It's like, what's wrong with you? I want to hunt. You want to hunt something that's hunting you. And here she got, here's my biggest criticism of the movie. It was predator. It was the same storyline. It was the same. It was literally almost the same pacing, the same everything same in length. a different setting. Yeah. She instead of yeah, instead of instead of coating herself with mud, she found a certain flower that made her cold. It's the same concept uh, throughout the whole movie. I thought the twist, not twist ending, but the little trick at the end was was clever and different. But at the end of the day, to say that this movie is vastly different than Predator is not true it's the same movie i, I disagree that's really, again that's a really good point Sean. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> no i disagree because the majority of this movie it it pulled the whole jaws theme you didn't see the creature at all that much and it was actually kind of terrifying when you don't know what's actually chasing you what's hunting you down and she kept looking around she's like i don't know what it is but something's out there that had that kind of like Alien Jaws, Jaws, even the first one you is also, a predator, you, like that vibe. I also get the idea of that you get a predator, and I like how they almost not dumb down the predator, but you get the predator. In other predator movies, you get the technology has uh, grown, right? So this predator movie, you see oh, like, craziness, oh, yeah. like the, the invisibility is like it, – it, it's almost there's a, 
there's a weakness to it compared to the other predator movies it's like oh it's like you're invisible bitch like you can't see anything <laughs> <laughs> like, like so this, this so this predator movie like there's also like his shield like there's little things like almost like a warrior vibe to it more in this predator movie than other predators like they just threw that shit out and there's more guns for the predators oh, and fuck. like cool no, technology he, he was like this inspector movie, gadget like, you should see other Predator movies. It's, oh, it's yeah. hardcore. Oh, dude. So I will <laughs> this say was this. so tame, I will dude. Say this. It was so tame. The, the positive of this movie is that I cared about the characters. And yeah. I didn't care about the original characters in The Predator. This, I really actually was emotionally, I don't want to say compromised, but I definitely felt emotion when the brother died. I felt emotion when she was, you know, I thought, I thought he was going to come after her whole tribe. Um, mm-hmm. I, I will say this. I Googled it in the first five minutes of the movie. If the dog died, I was about to turn it off and tell and just cancel the whole fucking thing. Oh, my thing. God. Dude. Like, if this dog motherfucking dies, I have this movie. <laughs> Can I ask yeah. you something? Can yeah, I ask yeah. you something? Is there such a thing for a dog to be nominated for an Oscar or something like that? <laughs> because seriously, that was one of the best performance I've seen all year. <laughs> yeah. That dog literally stole this movie. Oh. It was unbelievable. Like I've never seen a dog actor like that in a movie like that. So, so the, what do you guys think? Well, I, okay. I like it. I, I was to say that dog played a big part because I was to say you see, I, I had a bit of fear that the predator was gonna kill the dog after the, the predator killed the the, the wolf, right? Because the predator <laughs> no, killed the, the snake after it was attacking the rabbit, and the predator killed the wolf and then the bear. So he was he was on his way up the chain. So he's like, oh. I like how it started with the snake, then the the wolf, then the bear, then now the, the oh, human. No. And then I was like, not to, not not back to the dog. The dog no. needs to be safe. You already killed the fucking dog. And Don't I'm kill sorry. another dog. I'm sorry. What, what the bear is 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 way bigger predator to the pre, the way bigger prey than the than the humans are to the predator. Agreed. That yeah, well, bear almost fucking killed that guy. <laughs> let, let, killed me the just, girl too. let me just say this. I I don't know about you guys, but I was getting so tired of even though they were beautifully shot seeing animals kill each other and then get killed i was like oh my god this is like discovery uh zone tv whatever national geographic all oh, well, over again yeah. i was waiting for steve irwin's voice to come in oh man this i did get a little bit tired a lot of that, more pg-13 than other predator movies though if you have to admit this predator movie is more pg-13 than other predator movies the other predator movies yeah. everyone it's bloody. This was still rated R, actually. Yeah. You know what's so that funny? Was. The Alien versus Predator movie was PG thirteen, and that's why I never. And that's why I never. So I'm gonna tell you right now, Jeremiah. The Alien versus Predator movies are actually pretty decent. Um, the first they one's better bad. than the second one, but they are it because the 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 humans are in the way. They're just in the way. <laughs> you can't sell me that these two creatures, Alien and Predator, are going to be in a PG thirteen movie. That's bullshit. I'm you, that's I enjoyed save it. Save it for the fucking on that one. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Can we talk about the uh, the net that apparently liquefies the French people? You guys saw that shit. I, literally, like, oh, you, that was, you that, never that, seen that, part two. Bro, that so net's been it, around for a while. And oh I, don't think it li- around, I don't think it liquefies them. I think it, it slices you, them, up them up into little tiny little pieces. <laughs> I just see <laughs> little sausages. Oh. See, that's it, a problem. Oh, like, I'm tight. coming at it. So it, it squeezes. Yeah, oh yeah. It squeezes the the body, no, I, so it, it, it uh, it's like a trap. I I definitely feel like I left. Uh, yeah, I lost out from from not having the background that you guys obviously do. So for me, I'm watching this going, oh fuck, what the hell, really seriously? 
I guess in that case, I should just suspend my disbelief and shut the fuck up. So, and well, first of all, it's a predator killing French people, so of course you should suspend your disbelief. But he, one that was one of the better scenes of the movie in the mist when they're tied up, when the two oh, main yeah. characters are tied up to that stump, and that was fucking great. And the predator just goes yeah. at the French group, oh. and I'm like. All I can think about is how many are there? Like how many are in this group? Because they're all going down. They're all going fucking down. Brandon, <laughs> I'm going to tell you something that that's something that we've been wanting to see. If like there are all the predator movies, you really don't get to see him actually just like go Wolverine berserk. Go you know, Darth Vader. You and never you see really it. get to see it in a cool. Yeah, exactly. You see him kill and one person so in the group, and that's it, and he disappears. Yeah. He right. went. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he went like Wolverine Ape against shit. the whole group, and I was like, oh shit, I wanted to see this for like the past yeah. like 40 years of my life. So right, instead of if the people at Fox are listening, which I hope they are, because we have a very important podcast. If the people at Fox are listening to us now, Fox, I want to see a Predator on Predator Civil War movie on Predator Home Planet. I want to see Predators going after fucking Predators. Okay, okay, Eddie, what do you what do you think? I... Revolutionary War. I Revolutionary know. War. <laughs> I want. Well, I would like to see more. <laughs> that's how the british went down <laughs> so i would like to see more of like okay in order to move up rank you have to you show me you have to go hunt so i want more of that like and then they get they get to pick like they're choosing that like okay well amazing. i'm picking japan yes. you know and at the time i want it to be like ninja time it's like samurai samurai i want to know more about predators of why what time i want in in their past right samurai. okay okay yeah. okay john what about you all right, Fox, listen right now, okay? So you have a disease killing the predators on their predator home planet, and you've got a civil war going, and they've dispatched a group of predators out throughout space and time, and the reason that they're collecting the the prey from all these different places is because they're looking for a specific thing will, that will contribute to the cure of the predator home planet and you humanize the predators and it's completely and silent film civil right war. You because there's action, no speaking but also they're looking for a species that's going to save the entire predatordom oh god it's a person right well that's my that's my worry it's like are we gonna, is this gonna be like 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 john tavolta with yeah. his like earth like, yeah no no you start off no you start off with battle earth Battle Earth with no, a Battle no, Earth. No, no. <laughs> no, you do it like they did. They do, you do it like they did in oh, oh, oh. Earth. No, you do it like they did in Hunt for Red October, where the first the first twenty seconds of the movie, Sean Connery is speaking in Russian, and then all of a sudden he becomes his regular accent. So it's clicks and pops for the Predators, and then all of a sudden it's like James Earl Jones. I, I was thinking, I was, yeah. <laughs> I was thinking the Thirteenth Warrior with uh, Antonio Banderas. Thirteenth Warrior with the Vikings, yeah. remember? And yeah, to that first that would be badass Vikings, too. With the Predators and Vikings, come movie on, there's so much different, whatever. like you know, opportunities. Just give me yes. a story, yes. please. I need yes. a story. I want to. I want to see summarize. Eddie, back me up on this one, okay? Do you remember DC when they released Batman versus Predator and how badass that was? There's there was a comic book that it's so badass. I have to show it to you. Yes. If if DC wants to come back, they need to bring Predator into this. If DC wants to fight <laughs> against Marvel, bring fucking Predator. And, and it was Predator, Alien, and Batman, and Superman. Fucking the shit. DC Dark Horse release Batman versus Predator, where the Predator actually yes. goes I don't in. Shit. Ben Affleck, whoever, just bring Batman exactly. in the fucking picture. Exactly. It's just better not. 
They better not hire Zack Snyder. That's all I'm saying. Hey, listen, it could be shot for $75 million. You won't have to fucking cancel or anything like that. It could, it's a green lit. Go for it, WB. No, bro, can you imagine the predator going through Gotham City? Oh, dude, it was fucking awesome. And Batman has to be the detective and he has to figure out. And then he has to face the predator and he fucking beats him up with a fucking baseball bat. Oh, is anyone? But I mean, okay. I'm sorry. Is anyone else just? I love superheroes, but can I get something other than a superhero movie? Can I please, please get something other than a superhero movie? Oh, I've been waiting for that. I have been saying that one for Sean, 15 years. You are the president of MCU. I love how you're gonna be like, oh, can we get another? Can we stop playing? You'll be the first one to go see. First one. He's the first one in line. Yes, he is. I know he's the first one in line, but I also want to see something interesting, something else. I need, like, I, I swear to God, Holly, all, all, all the good people in Hollywood are dead, and nothing. There, there's no talent left. It's all just, it's all just. Sean, I want, I guess, I want you guys to know. I'm with Jeremiah. There's a, there's a like a solid ten like lost comic books of DC, and it was like they're like expensive comic books of Batman versus Predator. Brandon, it's Brandon, so bad. Brandon, Brandon. I'm on your I side on this one. This. I'm not sure. I'm I don't sure know. That, so. it, it was so crazy of how good it was. <laughs> how bad? How worse can DC be though? Think about it. How worse All can DC be? I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie. I'd love the Predator to take out like you know Jared Leto's Joker, um, take out freaking Ezra Miller's The Flash. Just start, just start like, cutting heads. Just like, just kill them all. It's like the Wanda Wanda Dude, scene in, in Doctor Trust Strange, me, Brandon, where you'll be a believer. Fights the Illuminati. Just fucking, just <laughs> clean the house. Get rid of all of them. Just get rid of all of them. One fell swoop and start over, DC. Exactly. Start over. They're fucking. They're casting yeah. the whole fucking movie. <laughs> Yeah, keep Jason Momoa. He can defeat. He can defeat Predator and start the fuck over. Have Michael Keaton come back. It'll be fine. So he's trying to come back. But he keeps casting the films every time he keeps coming back. I do like. I don't know what to tell you, Jeremy. So I do quit. Quit having shitty scripts. Quit having shitty scripts. Can we talk about how, like, I, I was about something about those Frenchmen, bro. Like, I just was so mad at the French. Like, okay, so did anyone else just, the, the movie took a left hand turn? Like, it's like 300, you know, 300 years in the previous, the Comanche, and then all of a sudden it's like, what the fuck did French people come Makes you think, like, though, it's around this time zone. <laughs> yeah, like, because they kill all the buffalo. Like, where, 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 well, where it, it's they- historical. <laughs> Well, okay, so yeah, so I mean, I'm not not to get all historical here, but they did come from uh, from up in Canada down into the United States, um, and they actually came through as loggers, and then basically just kind of come down into the uh, into the plains. And there was like a French a French and Indian War. There right? was a very much of a French and Indian War. Yes, there is. So there, there was. <laughs> there was. John. I'm not sure if the French were was sure that a question, Sean. Were you unsure if there was a war or was it another war? No, no. Well, I'm not sure if the French were adversaries in the French and Indian War. At uh, one time, they were enemies, and then the French won, and then they used the American Indians as. I'm not. Like, I'm not quite sure that's accurate. There. <laughs> last Mohicans, bro. Last Mohicans. Right. Last Mohicans. The British. That's why I'm saying. Yes, they were against the Britain. They were teaming up. Nope. Nope. Just, just looked it up. French Indian no, War was good. actually the, the French Back versus check. the British. There's French check. versus the British with the natives playing a part on both sides. Right. Which I don't know why we natives playing both sides. Is that okay. I don't know. <laughs> it is because they. Were, you see, in Last Mohicans, there's two sides of it. There's there's both sides. Well, you, of... got, 
Yeah, you got you got Mogwai just killing fucking people uh, off a cliff in that movie. That was a great. Daniel movie. Day is it Daniel Day Lewis? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's one of like Michael Mann's better films. Madeline man. Stowe. The, the oh, score in that one. Oh, the score. Can we do that? What the fucking score? That's a when zero I run for, for me, president, guys. when I run for president, that will be my score. <laughs> That's when a zero Are you gonna see that quote? Are you gonna see that quote? No matter what you are, vote for me. Yeah. I will find you. <laughs> I will find you. I will free you. <laughs> no matter how long it takes, I will find you. <laughs> Dude, that's all you need nowadays as a president. You just have to have merch, man. You just yeah. have some, a good quote. Have a good you quote. You need to do play. movie themes. You need to do movie quotes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so getting back to it, does it, was was anybody else fascinated by the way that they held their bowstring backwards from what I've been always taught about shooting an arrow? Well, Legolas that? taught me that uh, what, this he way. could shoot anyway. Not that, so. <laughs> I, <laughs> well, yeah, that's Legolas. <laughs> I, I was... I love how we are taking this. This is the most random uh, left turns, right turns to any podcast we've ever done. Oh, I know. We've talked for about prey for maybe twelve minutes. Well, yeah. in all fairness, the movie was about. So what does that say? I'm just saying my- about a female warrior who ended up like outsmarting a predator. I mean, it was really good. It just you know, it, there's not much to it. I do like how like she remembered like she was she were, she knew her land. Right, so she remembered areas that she could use as her advantage that the predator oh, hasn't yeah, got to. Yeah. It was like the like the little sand freaking home sand. field advantage, home field advantage. Quicksand, really. And I will say that, like that that element. I of... didn't think that quicksand had what? What, Brandon? You did you Go pause? Ahead. I was gonna say I, I I didn't think that quicksand. I didn't think that quicksand existed outside of Ducktales. No, haven't you heard that John Mulaney joke? Like quicksand is less of a problem than I thought it was gonna be. Now that I'm older, <laughs> no, but. I I love exactly. I love how they brought in her knowledge and her experience to defeat him. Like she noticed the like oh, we've talked about it a little bit. Like but when she when she when she, when he finally went into the quicksand at the end of the movie and he got hit by his own you know lasers laser spear or whatever that yeah. I, I didn't really see that coming. Like I was like, what are you doing there with the mask? And then I kind of forgot about it. And then. You know, he's facing her. He's going to shoot her. And I'm like, why? Why are you just standing there? Like, what? I don't understand. Like, what's you're you're just you're, you're going to get killed. Like, I, yeah. I am very impressed that he was able to crawl out of the quicksand with one arm, though, because that was I don't I mean, that's, yeah. that was talent. You did, I, I do like how she started using his weapons against him. And she instantly saw like, you know, I think it started with just a small little uh uh, it was like a like trap. collapsible knife. Yeah, it's a collapsible knife that I think it could like uh, cut off a leg, right, or something. Because she used the French, the last Frenchman against him in oh, order to so fucking dope, in order yeah, to that- bring him there, and he had the gun and everything. Oh, so, that was amazing. Yeah, so, but she, she, something that Arnold Schwarzenegger didn't do because he just used mud. She was able to realize it's not it's not about just coldness; it's about your heart rate, right? Yeah. It's bringing down the heart rate. It's, it's so it's like let's not just Chill it's, actually, so it, that, it's actually temperature because he has infrared. It was infrared. She, she was able to bring down the heart rate, bro. Yeah, she bring down a heart that's, rate. She that's was what, cold inside. That's what, no, that's what that. Look at that medicine that they say it can kill you if you have too much of it because it, it it brings down your BP, your blood pressure. What? That that that, that, that which which makes you it colder. Makes, it kills. 
which makes you cold. It's because it the temperature it the temperature was down. Temperature. Ed, it was the same as the mud. It was the same, it was the same as the mud for Arnold Schwarzenegger. It, it doesn't. It's the, like, no, it brings down. It's it's a it's a it's a plant that brings down your heart rate. It's it's not just makes you cold. Our plant just can't do that. Well, shit. no, that was what she said. She said it made you it made you cold and it slowed. That's your what blood. she thinks it does, but realistically, it brings down your heart rate. Okay, I'll but I'll, I'll buy that. I agree with Eddie, but there's a lot of things like there's a lot of Easter eggs in this movie that actually, you know, gives shout outs to Predator and Predator 2. I mean, when you're talking about like her, like, you know, trying to like, you know, using that particular medicine to like with the heartbeat in the in your in the body heat and everything like that, you know, her and like Schwarzenegger kind of figured out at the same time. He used with mud. He used it like, hey, this is the way we can actually, you know, be undetected on that situation. He did it by accident, yeah. right? So he yeah. yeah, he did his by accident because he was stuck between a rock and a hard place and it, the, the predator walked right over him. And the other part too, the reason why it's so cool to see why, how this ties in is that at the end when Danny Glover beats the predator and they just give him the, this gun and it's the same musket gun that you see in Prey, yes. which is like oh. Yeah, they give you. It's like a. It's like it, yeah. That, I like that, bro. That's why you told me to watch the part two because they give you. They gave you these like. Okay, you beat the predator. Here, here are two guns for a final battle standoff, and they were from this movie. And that's when you get the, the idea when you first watch Predator Two. You're like, whoa, they've been doing this since fucking a long time. And I like how it's actually it's actually a part of this whole part one and part two where it's like this is the beginnings of the Yachi. Of this alien species, bro, you could not pay it's me to like, watch Predator Two again. Yeah. You cannot pay me. To I have watch a Predator soft spot, and I know it's the, one of the worst fucking films in the world, but I have a soft spot for that film for some reason because it's like I know when I'm going to get in that fucking movie, and you know what? I got Bill Paxton. <laughs> oh, it does have Bill Paxton. I was going to say, there's nothing that, different about it, him. So, I, is it James? I, it's almost like a predator that's trying to become an adult, it, right? You get to, like they're like a kid trying to like get the the passage of okay, maturity. you're an adult now. And is that James Cameron? Is, yeah. is 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 uh, Predator Two James Cameron? No, Aliens is actually that's why Bill Paxton is very big no. in the sci-fi world because he was in a Terminator movie, he was in an Alien movie, and he was also in a Predator movie. Yes. Rest and in peace, he was James in Paxton. and he was in Twister, which is my favorite of his performances. Really? That's the one. <laughs> No, he's Holy fucking God. terrible. I love no, him, but he's not. Terrible. Bill Paxton is Rest not terrible. Peace, Bill Paxton James is a Bill fucking Paxton. treasure. That's a James uh-huh. Uh huh. Rest <laughs> in peace. <laughs> All right, let's talk a little bit about. Did, okay, did it? I watched this movie with subtitles. I don't know if anyone else does because I can't. I love it. subtitles. No, I believe but, in subtitles. No, they're fantastic. But does it bother you that they didn't speak more Comanche or that they didn't like? I don't know. Oh, oh, okay. oh! Thank. Yes. Okay. I'm okay. going to go off First on that. First of all, the, ready? Yeah, Jerry, go, you want to you want to go first? On I'll this go. one, the director wanted to do yeah. a whole film, uh, just nothing but just uh, uh, Comanche language and everything like that. That was his first pitch and everything, but unfortunately, the studios were not going to let him do that. Should've but happened. I think that's the one thing that I wanted more in the film. I think it would have just been more just like authentic, authentic. In type of language. I would definitely have been 100 percent buy it, but we didn't get that. Okay, I'm going to go off on this one. Okay, okay. so I agree 100%, Jerry. Uh, that would have made the movie for me as if they'd maintained it, just like the Mel Gibson movie, Apocalypto, Apocalypto. right? That, uh, Apocalypto, right. Apocalyptica is the cello metal band. But whatever. What I'm saying is this one pissed me off because and it's just about continuity, right? Don't have some whispered words in Comanche or, or you know, native dialect, and then don't have a prayer just every once in a while thrown in there in native dialect, and then don't have the French people speaking in French 
where we can't understand them. And then all of a sudden you have this random person who speaks English, but really because it's that he's speaking native, it just pissed me off and it did ruin a lot of the authenticity. And that's the thing I started, you know, my whole comments today with is that it was a beautiful movie. It felt true to the time and it felt true to the, the wildness of that, that, that setting. And to me, when we start speaking perfect English, it just, it just kind of goes by the wayside. That said, I know it's made for an American audience, you know, uh, but I I agree with you, but I also think they could have done it better. They should have started out speaking nothing but Comanche and morphed into English so that you understood that the whole time they were still speaking Comanche and at least had that consistency. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I'm sorry, Eddie, I cut you off. What were you going to say? I was I was thinking the same thing. It's like just launder, uh, launder in their own language. Like I feel like it switched over too fast, and like if you didn't catch it, you're like, oh shit! Like are they speaking English now? Like you get the idea. Like okay, after a while, it's like I'm I'm assuming that they're speaking their same language, but we're just it's translated to English for us to understand. So I wish they would have been more like launder and Comanche. I feel like that would have helped a little bit, um, and even like all the way down to like subtitles at the beginning of the part of the movie no matter what and then it just switched over like a little bit longer um i mean i i do understand like it, you can't be like apocalypto because that's one of the downfalls of apocalypto everyone loved it but overall it, it got very tiresome at some point I, it could have been a, a very better movie than it was See? i feel like that also hindered the movie i love apocalypto but i know a lot of people didn't because of that same reason so it, it, it depends on mm-hmm. your audience so, uh, like it just it's so it just really depends on your audience yeah i mean it's it's hulu here that's when uh, hulu yeah. got involved well, with i guess you can say. i i don't think it was hulu i think it was i think this is the perfect you hit the nail on the head People didn't like Apocalypto because they had to read subtitles because Americans are you know, generally lazy when it comes yeah. to movie watching. And they don't like a three-hour movie, and they don't want to read subtitles. And I, th- I think that, that I find that the subtitles, reading the subtitles of Comanche, there were so few lines in this movie. It would have... It would have been just fine. It would have been just fine. But I'm not going to hold it against the movie because I think that they did everything they could to get this movie made and out there. You can tell, you know, there's no big star in this movie. This movie was very low budget. There's not a lot of uh, not a lot going into this movie. So I'm not going to hold it against it. My score. But I do. <laughs> yeah, we, we froze that. budget. Did we just lose, just lose him? <laughs> OK, <laughs> he froze up right there. <laughs> There was budget. no budget. Like, there so was like I'm no hoping, book. I'm hoping all that went through because that was very eloquently said. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so I'm not going to hold it against <laughs> it in my score, but I will say this: I think it would have been the if the movie had been made by some more powerful people, you might have gotten a, a more authentic uh, Comanche-based uh, movie. Yeah, but I actually think the people who actually did this movie, I think it was the first time in a long time that people who are actually into this movie put a lot of love to it because the franchise of Predator and whatnot, this means a lot to them. And you can actually get that vibe when you're watching this film that they actually put a lot of detail into it and a lot of love to it regarding to just like, you know, the overall like production of it. Yeah. I mean, like, you want to talk about the store too, Brandon? You said you were loving the store. I, I just, to me, it had, it had this beautiful vibe of, I can't even try to place what it kind of reminded me of, but it was beautiful. And I'm, I'm thinking of the opening shots, right? I'm, I'm thinking of just these, these beautiful and, and the aerial shots. Kind of reminded right? me of Jesse James a little in bit. the sky, drone shots looking down. 
the it tone, reminded me of Jesse tone, James. I looked tone. up the the, yeah. the, um, the composer. Look at yes. this guy. It's it's beautiful and and just like that movie, which in case you uh, are not a long time listener, that's my favorite movie in the whole world. Um, that it's mm-hmm. what it does well is it balances natural beauty and violence, right? And and, and this one does it well. It did natural beauty and then violence among animals to survive, and then violence unnecessary violence that we get in the predator and the French men and, uh, and, and kind of this idea of just violence to survive. So there's a whole lot going on here, but yeah, that's a great comparison. And the music to me was so perfect. It was, it was like, there's a little bit of synthesizer in there, but it was strings and it was so string based. Um, it did. It reminded me of Nick Cave's score from, from assassination, Jesse James, which to me is one of the best scores that you have out there. Oh, I thought you were going to say the proposition. Oh, the proposition's beautiful. Oh shit. I thought Nick you were Cave, Nick Cave did the, yeah, there he wrote go. that one too. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Cave. There we go. I mean, it, <laughs> it even, it, mm-hmm. it even had a, a last Mohicans vibe too with James Horner. It, had, it did it have that Mohicans kind of vibe. Tone yes. It was just, I, I thought the score, yes. like I said from the beginning, I think the score, the visuals, this movie were, were yeah. perfect. We're, we're a zero. I'm not, the movie wasn't a zero, but it was, the visuals yeah. and the score were, were absolutely yes. perfection. Yes. So then that brings us to the end of our review. Now it's time on the podcast where each of the hosts provides a score on the following scale. Eddie, my green blood brother, can you uh, provide that uh, scale, please? Jeez. Wow. And predator blood or what type of blood are we talking about? I'm like talking about predator blood? blood. I'm talking about no, no. The Vulcans yeah, have geez. Vulcans have green blood. Uh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't yeah, remember that. Do. Uh, well, you have to. Yeah, bro. You green blooded bastard. <laughs> Zero, the perfect movie. You don't need shit to enjoy it. One, a filtered first cocktail. Two, a happy buzz. Three, you're gonna Uber or lifting home. Uh, four, a rough morning walk of shame. Five, blackout shit ba- shit face spring break drunk. Uh, gentlemen, let's start with Jeremiah. So I feel like this was a badass summer movie that I wish I would have saw in the theaters in a lot of ways. Like, I think it's one of those movies that you want to see in the theaters. And even if it's good or bad, you know, you get to talk about it after you see in the theaters with your friends. Like, I wish we could have saw this like in the midnight screen or something like that, because that would have been really cool. Honestly, I think this is one of the best sequels out there for Predator, just for Predator and everything like that. You know, I'm just glad it didn't go all Resident Evil out. You're just like, okay, I'm over it. But there are some flaws in this movie. I think some of the CGI was just like kind of like whatever, you know, just like half ass and everything like that. And again, the the bear and shit like that. I thought the alien looked great. But if you see the bear attack one night, you're just like, OK, that is completely bullshit right there. You know, I think the actors were fucking amazing. I think that you got two new stars that you're going to be seeing in the future regarding to um, what's her name? Amber yeah. Thunder. That's a star in the making right there. Seriously, you know, and Coco the dog. Fuck, that's one of the best acting performances I've seen all fucking year. And seriously, I'm going to be like, yo, if that doesn't get nominated for an Oscar, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you guys here. For Oscar. For Oscar. <laughs> but overall, you know, I had a good time with this movie. I, it's not the best fucking movie, but it's not the worst movie. I literally, you know, I can see this movie again. So this is a 1.75 for me, guys. A Barksker. Yeah, it's a feel-good first cocktail. I'm going to have a little shot, and, you know, I'm going to get a little buzz after that. So, yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. Ed? I'll go next. Yeah. Uh, so... So the Predator movies, um, I've always loved all of them, mostly even the ones that were shitty in my eyes. Like, okay, well, this is like unbelievable. But this movie made it seem a little bit more of it brought it back down to reality of like, okay, where the Predator is not so superhuman, even though they are. But compared to the other Predator movies, they were like, okay, they're like unbeatable. So why are they even coming down to earth anymore? So 
this part of the movie was more of like, okay, like he's learning, he's fighting snakes and he's fighting uh, wolves and, and bears, even though the CGI was whatever. But overall, I, I like the idea of like this part was almost like a, I, I reminded me of like somebody who's like 24, 23, just some big kid, you know, who's just trying to learn his way for some reason, like he just graduated college and he's just like, all right, dad told me how to go. Yeah, dad told me I have to go out there and fight. Now, going to yeah. Ilan University. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't yeah. know what he Predator wants to University, be. I have to go get my money now, dad. <laughs> so overall, they were like, it reminded me of somebody who's like, he, he's, to see, you know, he's getting, he's, he's collecting the skulls of like a wolf. Like overall, though, you see down in the other movies, they, like, they only keep the bigger skulls, you know, like the, the actual more. Well, you started with the snake. It's like, really, bro? That's yeah, it's his first it snake. He's like, this like, is my first that's snake. What, it makes me think like, oh, okay, like this guy's like a new predator. Like he, he has I got an A. This is my A something. here. Good job, yeah. guys. Yeah. So that's what it made me like, oh, okay, this is like a, this is fresh out of the like college predator here. Like this guy is just graduated. I like it. <laughs> um. So like I like the idea of that. Like he was more fresh. Like he was like he was funny. Like he was learning his own tools almost. Like they're 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 also they're going they're playing this hunting game, but they could die in it, and they know they could die, and it's almost a privilege a privilege for the predator to die in this act of violence. You get that in Predator Two. If they die, it's like this uh, like ritual for the the predator. Like you know, they all come down and they like bury it in a special way. I, I love. We need to talk more about uh, the the tradition of American native, how beautiful. And I just really enjoyed this movie. I could watch this movie again. I was surprised with Hulu uh, presenting this movie. I thought it could be in the movie theater very easily. Do I think it's better than most other movies? I don't. Uh, I think it's better than most other predator movies. Uh, I do think this is above a, a average movie. So I'm going to give it a 2.25. So I'm giving this movie a, Right below a uh, between a happy buzz and your Uber lifting home, so it's more of a two point two five. All right, I'll take it. Um, so I think that this is a, a testament to why it's important that we talk about a movie before we rate a movie. Um, because I came in with with I mean it wasn't a five, it wasn't a four, but it was it was damn close. <laughs> it was you it was damn it. close, guys. Um, <laughs> it's like but, action, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> action movies oh wait wait a minute it's an introspection no, of here's, humanity here's the problem i didn't i didn't <laughs> see it as as really introspectively what i saw it as is two different movies one that i loved um and one that i honestly could never see again and be happy um it's true i hate i hate action movies i hate action movies for absolutely no reason i thought the john wick movies are are terrible i cannot wait to not see four until you guys make me see four or whatever um, and this movie just falls right in line with that idea of like, hey, let's just have a bunch of people just or things kill each other for really kind of no purpose. Now, what I'll give you guys is you've given me the background. You're, you've given me the mythos to, to explain why this thing is here and why it's killing. At the same time, do I really want to spend an hour and 47 minutes of my life watching just a pointless bloodbath no i, I really don't it's one of the reasons i hated 300 yes. it's the reason that i hate yes, uh, it makes really, you feel good it's my time um it's really kind of the reason why i hate action movies just in general now that being said the first quarter to a half of the film 
it was absolutely beautiful, mm-hmm. right? I love the story. I love the story of the of the you know the the a woman who wants to do something different with her life than just you know sit there, shut up, the and, brother and, and to do something better with her life than just to simply cook and clean, right? I thought that it was beautiful. I have got um, a soft spot slash fascination with with Native American culture and Native American peoples and stories about Native Americans. I think it's fascinating. I think it's beautiful, and I think that this movie did something that a lot of other movies have tried to do and and failed and that's that they've caught captured some yes. authenticity now the, the 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 language issue you know speaking in perfect english dialect that yeah we could we could throw daggers at that but that's pointless right but what they showed is the way of life they showed um the 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 intimacy that you have in the community it was beautiful and that's my that's my torn aspect right it's because i loved one part and i'm talking about loved one part of this film i love the acting i love the cinematography i love the the score um i thought that the first half was beautiful and then the ending came along and i wish that it wasn't a predator movie i wish that it was a story for a native person um, you know being born and living in 1700s but it's not that and so for that uh I, you guys have gotten me down it's like it's not that honest oh yeah there's a fucking predator around here. Shit, I, I forgot there's don't a want fucking to predator that. here. I just wanted to go go off and hunt a, a mountain lion. That'd be great. Oh, so anyway, predator. listen, uh, I'm going to stop talking. <laughs> I am going to say that uh, you know it is not um, it is not an average movie for me. It is below an average movie for me. Um, but it's not as below average as it was before we came into this or before I came into this. And so what I'm going to say is I'm going to say it's a 2.75. It's a happy buzz with uh, with a shot and um, wow. And uh, that is better than I thought you were going to do. Listen, listen. I didn't think it was It was going to be 3.8. That's what it was going to be. Uh, but you guys talked me into two, two, Why 3.8? Why 3.8? Because I didn't like it. I didn't like it enough to 3.5. That's all I'm saying. So, no. I don't care that you don't like it. You just get these random numbers. Like, no, it's a 3.825. You're like, what the it fuck could have been, that? It could have been 3.8.25. There it is. <laughs> okay. So, Jeremiah, where are you? So, I'm on 1.75. Uh, Jer- I got the I got the numbers, Ed. Okay. So, uh, Brandon, if the movie was about what you described, we would not be reviewing it on the podcast. No, we wouldn't. Indeed, nobody would have seen the movie. So- <laughs> I would have. <laughs> because nobody cares. I would have. Um, uh, <laughs> a coming-of-age story where a woman defeats a lion. Like, nobody cares. <laughs> so The Jungle me, Book, bro. That's the Jungle Book, bro. We just read the for Jungle me, book. I have I have a really hard... <laughs> Rupert Kipling. I have a really hard time... Uh, scoring this movie very low because it's basically a reiteration of predator it it doesn't do anything with the story wise it's different predator lands group of people is attacked by a predator person in in group discovers that they can do something to hide from the predator ends up defeating the predator it's the same model it's the same formula however what this movie did successfully, I think, and, and, and oftentimes beautifully, is it made you care about the characters by placing them in a very sympathetic position. Number one, they're very earth-based people when she's praying over the buffalo and she's understanding the honor in the kill and, and the French people not using the kill the way it should be used and her relationship with her brother and her trying to find her place in her tribe. I think all of that makes you care about the characters vastly more than a bunch of uh, over steroided people dropping into Vietnam. Like I, it's just, it's not, it's not the same. It's not that that's a lot different. What's um, wrong, the, John? 
What? The CIA has got you pushing pencils. No, they got me pushing pencils. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so uh, the score, uh, I'm with Brian. I think this was one of the best scores uh, that I could have hoped for from a movie like this. I thought, uh, contrary to, you know, maybe a couple of scenes with the bear, I thought the graphics surrounding the Predator were fantastic. I thought the Predator, from a, from just a, a character standpoint, had a great physicality. He moved well. He had great weapons. He he was a very good uh, a villain in the movie. Um, so all in all, I think that it's really hard to rate this movie. Kind of, I'm 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 surprised at myself, but I'm going to go above Brandon. It's a three. Uh, it's 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 not an average movie. I think it's a little bit below, but it has sparks where it could have been amazing. It could have been they could have done something a lot different, and they didn't. Um, so it's a three for me, uh, gentlemen. All right. Uh, so when we take those scores and uh, divide by four, what does uh, give uh, Prey an average rating of? Uh, this amazing movie gets a uh, 2.4375. Prey. And, yeah. um, Jeremiah, where does that put us on our list? It ties with Quiet Place 2, actually, 2.4375. I believe it's um, between the 30th and 31st. Uh, I'm going to call uh, a Sean placing. and say that is exactly where it should be. It is the same. It is. It's a good, yeah. Great, it really but disappointing is. quality. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's like I mean, barely any words in the damn movie, and yeah, you're right. I, I, I like I said, I don't, I don't, I don't think it was bad. It just, it wasn't new. It didn't, it didn't bring anything new to the table. It didn't revolutionize. Like one of the mandates of our podcast is how this movie has impacted film. This was a continuation of a Predator story, and it was probably the best continuation there's been. Can but I, it didn't, didn't. Can I say something? New. Go ahead. I feel like this movie it was long overdue. This movie should have came out twenty years ago. Yeah, personally. it might have been more effective. Yeah, like overall, like this is what people wanted. Like, oh yeah, this is what we wanted to see. Like, how was the predator before fucking guns and shit? I don't know. I do feel like the predators always lose, though. Like, don't they? I just want to see him come down one time, yeah, whip some ass, suck. and then go home. <laughs> they <laughs> suck. They always die. Yeah, like come- they always, except for in Alien versus Predator, which you need to fucking watch, Jeremiah, because. He actually gives the girl like he he comes to a like a mutual understanding no. and gives her like a spear or something. That's dumbass. That's no, horrible. You, you don't can't get fist bump the, the human. The, the predator fist bump the human. Like good job, guy. Yeah, like, good job. I'm gonna put a scar on your face so we can actually so, be scarred. Brandon, don't ever watch that movie, bro. <laughs> no, it's really good. It's just it's good, yo. You fist bump the girl right, like good yeah. job. You killed him. Uh, do we want to talk about what we're doing next, or you just want me to do the outro? Oh, do the outro. Yeah, we can do the outro. We did actually get a um, uh, kind of like a score regarding to what people want to do for our next podcast, for our TV shows, actually. Did anyone see that? Uh, yeah, I saw that Andor was kicking ass. It looks like our audience was just like, yes, we want you to go back to Star Wars and review Andor <laughs> How many people shit. voted that? I want to know how many people voted. Like uh, millions? 45 million? Yeah, 45 million. All right. Yeah, oh, nice. but That's for, pretty, why is yeah. Rings of Power? Nobody, nobody didn't want Rings of Power. I mean, serious? Nothing? Nobody wanted it. Nobody. It was Jeez. like the lowest on the list. Got me scared. I know. So, all right. If you enjoyed our review, I want to see Rings of Power. Does everyone else want to see? 
All right. If you enjoyed our review or fan of the podcast, we ask you please subscribe wherever you're listening and leave us a five star review on iTunes. Uh, physical reviews are always the best, so please get on there and uh, rattle out some words of praise uh, about us. We really would appreciate it. You can find us on Instagram at the Dot Gentleman Podcast. The dot means a lot. The Dot Gentleman Podcast. You can visit our website at thegentlemanpodcast.com, or if you want to reach out, you could do so by email at hosts with an S H O S T S at the Gentleman Podcast dot com. Thank you for listening, and we will see you in a couple of weeks when we will decide what TV show we are going to do. You guys like Jager. the Predator Blood? You guys like this drink? Uh, Predator Blood was pretty, pretty uh, strong. It's got Jaeger, and it's yeah, got it pineapple juice. It kind of reminds yes, me of those high C, like, you know, ecto fucking sliming punch drinks. Oh, ectoplasm. Like oh. <laughs> I wonder if you drink too many oh, yeah. of these, is your belly going to, like, glow in the middle of the night? Oh, my God. <laughs>